All right. So you're on Anchor. Brand new thing, Robin Black. I talk about fighting. I talk about martial arts. I examine the connection between martial arts and life. I do breakdowns of UFC fights and figure out how to learn lessons from those that apply to philosophies that we can use in just about anything. I got a YouTube channel. I po post one-minute breakdowns on Instagram. And uh, now maybe I talk on Anchor. I don't know. I'm just testing this baby out. But if anyone hears this and knows my work, please let me know if, uh, if we should be doing stuff here. Just checking it out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the hostilities, my friends. Yes, I sure do love the idea of an instant radio station sharing, th or quotes, radio station, sharing thoughts about upcoming UFC fights, what we, uh, what we have seen, things we're studying in martial arts, um, concepts we're learning by observing martial artists and drawing ideas from them and applying it to other areas of life. This is all what I love to do. The idea that you can do it anywhere, anytime here on Anchor is super cool. I kind of feel like I want to talk to people though and take questions and chat back and forth with listeners and audience. Is that something you can do? It's an interesting thing to find a new interface with which to be able to share ideas. This is definitely that. So uh, we're going to have to spend a little time, do a little digging, figure out what this is. But this might be a great place to share conversation and ideas and uh, analyze the beauty of fighting. So uh, let me keep digging. Let me figure out how to interact with people and what we can do here. And let's see what we can do with this bad boy. Blackout. So this is interesting. Anyways, today I have a much more traditional podcast and YouTube format. Actually, it's bizarre to call podcasting and YouTube traditional. I just did that. I literally just did that. But it's true. It seems that way when you think about making a podcast and uploading it to Stitcher or iTunes or whatever, like I did today or shooting for YouTube and putting that there, when I can speak right into this and share this with early adopters, early technology adopters who see how fast our technology is changing. And th this is sort of the lens I was looking at today in the, again, <laughs> traditional podcasting way. I was examining some upcoming fights and looking at the way that people are problem solving and they're used to solve the micro problems. Somebody's going to grab me, or somebody's going to kick me, or they, somebody wants to put their hand in a place. How do I solve that? Today, the movement in martial arts and in, in combat is to solve the big problems, the systemic problems. And it was something I was looking at today. They said, I don't know who's listening or how much you know fighting. I'd love to be able to speak to people about this who don't know watch, or even who think the UFC is barbaric. Because martial arts themselves the act of solving the problem that is a professional athlete trying to beat you in front of your mother in your underpants in an arena. That is not a vulgar or it doesn't have to be spectacle. It can literally be a pressure-filled chess game. And today I was looking at somebody named Tony Ferguson who's fighting a man named Khabib Nurmagomedov. Khabib is nearly impossible to stop from taking you to the ground and on the ground he is very dominant. 
So I was examining the concepts of, of when Tony will face him with his coaches, they're looking at the idea that, well, if he's going to take us down, let's be taken down, welcome it, thank him for taking us down, and then draw him into a new technology, which is our guard. And uh, the way that you play and fight from on your back, change that technology and change that reality. And the way he fights is very, very new. And um, advanced as people like George St. Pierre and famous fighters like this that people know, they were once advanced, now I refer to them as traditional. So thinking, being able to dip my toe in this new technology here, which is clearly just for early adopters, is getting me to think that way. How do you change the problem? How do you reframe the problem in the most modern way possible, possibly using te technology that other people don't have? It's a fascinating, fascinating thing. Because I don't yet understand this technology. I literally, all I know is I can record these thoughts. And when I record these thoughts, I don't know who will listen. I don't know how to share them. I'm not sure. But the idea of it is very appealing to me. I looked at another uh, former UFC champion, Frankie Edgar. And he is fighting a young man named Brian. Brian cannot beat him in one area. This concept that if I want to do what I want to do, first I would need to wrestle you, a, a title that we give to a transition period between standing and the ground. Um, Brian cannot wrestle better than Frankie Edgar. He cannot. Um, and no amount of training would allow him to when one man's been doing something for 20 years plus and the other one's been doing it for a few years. But his answer is, I don't need to wrestle him. His answer is, I'll find a different way to take him to the ground. My goal isn't to beat a wrestler by, by using a high impact takedown. My goal is to find a way to be able to do what I do on him. Grab his neck, grab his arm, take his back. Do that in such a way that his reaction may take us both to the ground. So just abstract thoughts, just abstract thoughts right now. Um, but there's something about this new technology anchor here that I really like. And there's something about the nonstop uh, ability to have bite-sized thoughts. They may be fragmented and all over the place, but that is modern thought. That's modern examining of things. So. Uh, this is interesting. If you're listening and you have been listening through this entire chunk, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And if you have some way to contact me, let me know how to do this better and, and what you might like to hear. I'll be back. I'll tell you that. This is cool. Blackout. So we're back. I probably don't have to say that every time. We'll learn how to interact and interface with this properly. But what do I mean when we are discussing the idea that the lessons that you learn in martial arts are lessons that can be carried over to life? What does that mean? The, the simple answers to that are, answer to that query is that lessons you learn in anything is a lesson that can be carried over into life. You know, understanding a thing can help you understand all things. Because most things work in simple systems. Most things unfold the way that our minds work. You know, the human mind solves problems in a particular amount of ways and it creates roadblocks in other ways. And so figuring out how to train your body to jump higher. It, what you do is learn to jump higher. It'll help you also learn to say jump farther or learn to, you know, lift more weight. 
that all carries in there. But it also, in learning to jump higher, if you're paying attention, you're learning how to learn. You're learning how to train. You're learning how to improve something. The very same principles that would be applied to figure out how to jump higher through repetition, through deliberate practice, through proper coaching, through self-analysis and self-awareness, all of those things, they would carry over into being a better piano player or being a better husband or being better at your job. It's all of the same principles. So something as simple as, you know, how did this fighter learn to throw that punch? The, the examining the process of how they learn gives us valuable things to figure out how we can learn things. And then in the moment, a fighter uh, or somebody competing in martial arts or training martial arts or demonstrating martial arts, trying to improve something or find an answer to something. Yes, we just saw how somebody blocks a kick if we just watch the fight. But we, what else did we really see? Did we see how somebody, saw, how somebody blocked a kick? Or did we see how somebody identified a problem and then cycled through the encyclopedia, the Rolodex, we're, we're talking really old technology, barely existent technology now, the Rolodex of the mind to sample different answers that might be an answer to that and find a suitable one, heuristically. Um, now, it doesn't mean it's the best one. Blocking a kick is great, but not being kicked at all and then coming back with a punch in a position where you can hurt somebody while their leg is extended, that's a better answer. So answers are not always the best answer. Uh, they're a answer or an answer. And continuing to go and refine your ability to find the problem, find the, uh, search for the solution, compare possible solutions to solutions that you've tried in other non-related things, and then discover the, the thing to try, try it, and then compare that experience to some other experience that you're having in the future where instead of blocking you moved and then punched or whatever that is what it is to evolve physically psychologically physiologically to evolve your nervous system your talent your thinking your kindness everything and so those simple truths when you start to watch people fighting in a cage from this idea that it all represents human potential and humans being tested and humans finding a way to not only necessarily find an answer or solve a problem, but also to, through failure, learn what doesn't work. You know, I think Thomas Edison, who had thousands of patents, if I'm not mistaken, said, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I tried 10,000 things and discovered 10,000 ways it wouldn't work. That's just one principle. But there are thousands of these principles and, and thousands of lessons that are learned from participating in martial arts or trying martial arts or definitely observing martial arts and observing how they work. I like seeing big powerful athletes or fast or live athletes strike and kick and 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 fight. I like it. Uh, there's something primal in there that I get. But that's not why I watch it. And I don't think at the root that is why we watch it. We people. I think we are watching it to try to observe greatness. We're trying to observe what we, the human being, can do and what we do under pressure and in turmoil and under stress. I believe that's why we're, we watch fighting. And that's why I talk about it. And that's what we're going to be talking about here on my channel. It's really cool having a channel that I can call my channel that I can just speak into whenever. Help me share it if you can and help me uh, tell me what I need to do. We'll make this better. Thank you so much. We'll be back. Blackout.